Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we've moved on, apparently, from Minneapolis and the outcome of the Derek Shaven guilty verdict. Now, we can call it mob justice. That's exactly what Candace Owens called it. She said no person can say this is a fair trial because of all the outside influence, including from the President of the United States of America and Maxine Waters using the tactics, the same tactics that actually the KKK used back in the day when they wanted to intimidate juries and towns and threaten chaos if we don't get our way. She said no person can say that this was a fair trial. Candace Owens, I actually think, has a point here because there was so much outside influence and you had the forces of the Democratic Party pushing a narrative while the jury was in deliberation, setting them up for failure. The jury, I'm sure, had to know what was at stake here. They had to know what was going on. They had to know that if they didn't convict him on all counts, that there was going to be anarchy and rioting and chaos in the streets. Now, we've already moved on from Minneapolis because we have another shooting. And one of the attorneys who was in Minneapolis making sure he was getting his TV time, Ben Crump, actually tweeted out a lie about a 16-year-old girl shot dead. They say, he said, an innocent girl. Unarmed black girl was shot dead by police. And now we got to run down to Ohio because of what happened there. The mayor of Ohio said the city confirmed a young woman tragically lost her life just hours before we had the verdict in the case in Minneapolis. Family members said a 16-year-old girl was fatally shot by police. The city's mayor confirmed the young woman tragically lost her life. Police remained mum on the incident hours later, but then they were forced because of the threat of rioting, looting, and misinformation being put out by Ben Crump that the girl was unarmed to release the video. We saw the video, and guess what happened in the video? The girl wasn't unarmed. She had a knife. She was trying to murder another black girl. 
Paula Bryant says that her 16-year-old daughter, Makia Bryant, was an honor roll student, a sweet child. She'd never do this. She was shot and killed by Columbus police when she was trying to murder another black teen at 4.30 yesterday. 4.30 in the afternoon. The mayor, of course, getting in on the action there, Andrew Ginther, said this afternoon a young woman tragically lost her life. Is it tragic if she's trying to kill another black girl? I'm, I'm asking. I'm being dead serious here. We don't know all the details. There's a body-worn camera footage of the incident. We are working to review it as soon as possible. In other words, please don't riot and loot yet. Black Lives Matter already getting in on it. Ben Crump already saying the girl's unarmed, even though the video now clearly shows that she had a knife and she was trying to murder another black girl. Earlier reports included from the Daily Beast cited the girl was a 15-year-old girl, according to the woman purported to be the girl's aunt. The outlet reported that according to the woman, Hazel Bryant, Michaela called the police because someone in her house was abusing her. Quoting that police saw a knife on the ground near McKee and shot the teenager four times. Well, that wasn't true. Yeah, never happened. All that's a lie, propaganda. And again, Ben Crump said, I got to get in on this. I got to get out of Minneapolis after I get my TV time. I got to run down there and start another race war in America because that's what I do. So he tweets out the girl was unarmed. Well, she had a knife and she was trying to murder another black girl. I wonder if the other black girl's life matters now, right? The fatal shooting occurred just before the verdict was announced in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Shaven. He was found guilty on all counts in the murder of George Floyd. The outlet reported that following the shooting, a crowd gathered at the scene upset at police. Many were saying enough is enough and were asking if the officers involved were wearing body cameras. Police released that video. Now we know the family's lying, the aunt's lying, the mom's lying. Black Lives Matter is lying, Ben Crump's lying, and even the ACLU is now lying. The ACLU put out a tweet lying to the people, getting everybody ratcheted up, right? They put out a tweet actually saying she was unarmed as well. That was also a lie. Apparently, it doesn't matter anymore if you tell the truth. If it fits a narrative, you got to fit the narrative. The ACLU put out a tweet saying she was unarmed. That's also not true. It's a lie. So let's go back real quick to what we've already moved on from, right? The Shaven trial, right? Candace Owens was on Tucker Carlson tonight, and she made the point that this was nothing more, her words, than mob justice. This wasn't real justice. This was outside forces trying to influence a case to get what they demand. And if they didn't get what they demanded, then we were going to burn down the United States of America. The host of Candace, we're happy to have her on tonight to assess what we're watching now. Candace Owens, you'd think in a country like ours, very top, I mean, this is the most first world country that's ever been. You'd think the most civilized and the most just, here you have to consider a murder case through the lens of politics. When you get to that point, haven't you already given up civilization? Well, that's correct. And what we're really seeing is mob justice. And, and that's really what happened with this entire trial. This was not a trial about George Floyd or Derek Chauvin. This was a trial about whether right. the media uh, was powerful enough to create a simulation and decide upon a narrative absent any facts, whether it was powerful enough to repeat showing and talking about a nine minute clip that came from somebody's cell phone without adding any context, without showing the full, you know, the full police video, which they could have released. They refused to release the full body cam, which would have added more clarity um, to the fact that the media was lying. You know, the media came out. Let's not forget this, Tucker. The media came out and told us that this was a man who was just getting his life together. He was a good, you know, good member of society. And he got mixed up because a racist white police officer had it out for him and and killed him. 
All of that fell apart. All of the facts came out and all of that fell apart. We now know, of course, that he had enough fentanyl in him. It was three times the lethal dosage, three times lethal dosage in him when he died. But nobody cares because the media was successful and putting out a narrative and they kept hitting that narrative. And the reason why the Democrats are happy is because they realize, of course, the media supports them and now means the Democrats can get whatever they want because they can create a narrative and then they can treat people like pawns and get them to basically say, if we don't get what we want, we will riot, we will loot, we will send these people out like soldiers to destroy your neighborhoods. And that is exactly what has happened. That has been the determination of this trial. The media and the Democrats now have enough power to bully, to bully and to lie to and to create propaganda and to successfully win. And that is what happened. And they are celebrating that win today. What's interesting about what Candace Owens said is look at what happened and what was announced. A.G., the Attorney General of the United States of America has just announced an investigation of Minneapolis policing. So everybody there, get ready, because we're coming after you, police. We're not just done with what happened yesterday. No, we're coming after you. And in Ohio, you know, if we see a, a, an opportunity to move forward, we're going to do it. Now, let's also talk about Nancy Pelosi thanking George Floyd for dying, right, for sacrificing his life. Let's dive into that disgusting moment from Nancy Pelosi as well. Why is it that after the Chauvin trial, you have politicians working the system, raising money, going out there and demanding that, you know, you get involved and get more money and get more cash to us and get us elected and Black Lives Matter and everything else? Why is, why is that happening? It's a business transaction for them, folks. Why do you think Nancy Pelosi came out and said what she said? Nancy Pelosi came out and said what she said because Nancy Pelosi meant it, right? Thank you, George Floyd, for dying. You gave us possibly the White House because you died. You allowed us to fundraise off this. You allowed us to get the black community angry so they would vote for us. Thank you, George Floyd, because without your death, this may not have happened. We may not have gotten control of the Senate. We may not have won the White House. But you did it. So thank you for dying, George Floyd. That's how little, by the way, the Democratic leadership actually cares about black people. They're fine with you dying as long as they can use you for their own political gain. That's what she's saying in public. Why is she getting backlash today, even from some Dems? Because she was so transparent. Nancy Pelosi was so transparent. She's like, thank you, George Floyd. Thank you, black people, for dying because we've been able to use your desk to get reelected and raise money. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At 
Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want you to hear her words, 100% politically motivated, what she had to say, solely looking through the lens of how do I win, how do I make money off this, how do I get reelected, how do we fundraise off this. I'm going to say what, what everybody else is thinking the Democratic Party, which is thank you, George Ford, for dying because we got a lot more power because of what you went through. That's what she's saying. That's why there's backlash from this. When you, when you tell a man, thank you for dying, thank you for your sacrifice, for your life, because we won the White House, because of dividing the country on race, because Black Lives Matter was able to explode because of what you went through. If you think Nancy Pelosi gives a crap about black lives, she doesn't. Look at crime in her own state. Look at crime in her own district. Look at crime in black neighborhoods, black on black crime. All she cares about is power, and Black Lives Matter has given Democrats more power than they've had in decades. Well, it happened, and thank God the jury validated what we saw, what we saw. So again, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe, but because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. And so thank you, George Floyd, for, for dying. Nancy Pelosi, thank you. Thank you for dying. Now let's move on to what's happened because we had to move on quickly, right? We still got to get another outrage in America. Right. Dems are now pushing sweeping reform after the Derek Chauvin verdict. We now have the attorney general who's saying we're investigating uh, Minneapolis police. Minnesota police We're going after the police now where the attorney general has just had a press conference saying we're coming after the police. There, we're going to we're going to we're going to investigate their policing. So we got to move on quick, right? Immediately we move on. We move on to. A girl who's trying to stab multiple people. And we say she's somehow an innocent black woman that's been killed unarmed. In fact, the ACLU of Ohio put out this tweet saying, quote, the systems that allowed George Floyd to be murdered remain, all caps, fully intact. Moments after we celebrate a win for people, for, excuse me, for police accountability in Minneapolis, news broke that Columbus, Ohio police, murdered a 15-year-old black girl. Her name was Makia Bryant. Say her name. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Never let a crisis go to waste, folks. Is she 15? No. Did she? Was she unarmed? No. Did we get it wrong? Doesn't matter. 
Yeah, Columbus police, this is the ACLU of Ohio, murdered a 15-year-old black girl. They didn't murder her. She was trying to murder another black girl, and they saved the other black girl's life. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. NPR even, this is NPR. This is also amazing. NPR had to issue an insane disclaimer on Makia Bryant's story saying, quote, some facts reported may turn out wrong. That's how bad they are wanting to push the narrative, right? What follows an example of how the media has an agenda is my point here. How they make things worse on purpose. How they know that if they can push a race war and divide the country and have anarchy and riots and burning of things in the street and the attack on police, so get ratings. Just before the Derek Chauvin verdict was read, there was an incident in Columbus. Makia Bryant was shot by police. NPR's headline for its continuing coverage in Columbus police shooting and kill black teenage girl. That's their headline. You can diagram the blatant political agenda here. The bottom of the article from NPR has this following disclaimer. This is a developing story. Some facts reported by the media may later turn out to be wrong. So in other words, we just go with whatever the hell we want to sell you at the moment. And and we're telling you we're probably wrong. And the facts are going to be wrong. It doesn't really matter. Disclaimer from NPR on its article, which hasn't yet been updated with the new information regarding the body cam video regarding Makia Bryant's shooting, notes that facts reported by the media may later turn out to be wrong. But hey, let's go with it. We got a race bait in America today. I was under the impression, by the way, the NPR was the, was the media and not a liberal activist organization. I'm being sarcastic. I'm also old enough to remember that the media only reported things once all the facts were in. Not anymore. Because this, you got to jump on the bandwagon. You got to get the clicks, right? You got to get people angry. Police were forced to break protocol, release the body cam footage right away due to the public uh, calling for mob justice. No doubt due to the headlines from NPR and from the ACLU and from Benjamin Crump, right, the the, the, the I'm all powerful Black Lives Matter attorney who tweets out that the girl was unarmed when clearly she was armed trying to kill another black girl. Unreal. They, they just got to move on to the next one. I'm sure Ben Crump was like, man, hey, get me a private jet fired up. Al Sharpton, can we jump on your private jet? Can we fly down to Ohio real quick? We got another one. Let's make some money. Let's get some, let's get some people fired up. Who cares where the facts are? Doesn't matter. Let's go. Did she have a knife? Oh, crap. Never mind. Cancel it. This goes back to the story that happened just a couple days ago about Black Lives Matter. Actually, before I get to that story, let me just let me remind you where the families are that actually have to deal with Black Lives Matter. Michael Brown and Breonna Taylor, they're two of the people that Black Lives Matter raised a ton of money, you know, buying all their new houses. And Democrats use these Michael Brown and Breonna Taylor stories to get reelected and to raise money and to get people, mar- you know, you know, get them angry enough to come out and vote. Michael Brown and Brown and Taylor, both their families have asked Black Lives Matter where the hell the money went this week. But the media is not covering this story either because it doesn't fit their narrative. These families are just being used. They're not being helped. Their tragedies are being exploited by the Democratic Party the same way that Nancy Pelosi clearly showed that she's willing to exploit 
the death of someone for political gain when she thanked George Floyd for dying. Michael Brown and Breonna Taylor, two of the iconic victims in the Black Lives Matter movement, are questioning the funding of the movement, which Taylor's family calling the Louisville, Kentucky Black Lives Matter branch nothing more than a fraud. Earlier this month, when the New York Post reported Black Lives Matter co-founder had bought four homes since 2016, New York City area Black Lives Matter leader Hawk Newsom called for an independent investigation. Those concerns are now being amplified by other figures within the movement. By the way, that article that I just mentioned was the same article you couldn't share on social media. They blocked you from sharing it because it attacked Black Lives Matter as a nothing but a race-baiting group that's making money off of other people's tragedies in the black community. After Con Coolers defended her real estate purchases last week as part of her effort to support her family and claimed her wealth was not due to the organization itself, the Washington Examiner's Examiner reported Monday, quote, the mother, Breonna Taylor, a black woman killed by police during a raid in March 2020, charged that the movement in her city of Louisville, Kentucky, is nothing more than a scam. The mother said, I've never personally dealt with Black Lives Matter Louisville and personally have found them to be fraud. Last month, the father of Michael Brown, the other iconic Black Lives Matter movement name you've heard a million times over. An 18-year-old shot and killed by police officers in Ferguson, Missouri, asked Black Lives Matter a simple question. Where is all that money going? All this money they're making off your son. A review of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation financial documents found the group raised more than $100 million in 2020, some of that money being used to help Democrats get elected, of which less than $40 million was spent in the last year. The co-founder said last week the organization is not a charity, and that people in the community with financial needs should pressure the government for reparations for slavery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In other words, don't look at where our money's going while we use your tragedies to make money. Right? Don't look at us. Or just go back to Nancy Pelosi, right? Validated what we saw. What we saw. So again, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Yeah, thank you, George Floyd. You helped us get reelected. Thank you, George Floyd. You helped us raise a couple hundred million dollars. You helped us win the White House. Thank you, George Floyd. I'll look to the heavens and thank you for dying. I want to talk about the money and the politics of all this real quick. Let's let's go back over the facts for just a moment. Ted Cruz brought this up on Fox. He said, you know, let's let's remember Kamala Harris raised money to bail out violent protesters in the Black Lives Matter movement. Many of those protesters that she helped bail out went out and committed more crimes, looted and torched places just like Minnesota. Maxine Waters was on the streets this week encouraging violence, saying we need to let them know we mean business if they don't give us what we want. It's one of the same taxes the KKK used to use in America, right? You hold the city, town hostage. You don't get what we tell you you have to give us in the courtroom, then we'll burn the place down. You look at Nancy Pelosi and what I just played for you. Today's Democratic Party has decided violence can benefit them politically. Ted Cruz said exactly that on Fox. Take a listen. She said, no, I don't think that she, Maxine Waters, should apologize. By the way, this is a quote from Nancy Pelosi you're hearing. A question posed, do you think that her comments incite violence, though? And she said, no, absolutely not. We are going to hear from the Republican House members at 10. Uh, what do you expect them to do? And what would you how, what would you advise the Democrats to do in this situation? Well, listen, I, I think that the House, of course, they should censure Maxine Waters. She does this over and over again. She was on the streets encouraging protesters in Minneapolis to engage in violence, to, to engage in riots. Uh, listen, in Minneapolis and all across the country, uh, shop owners, cities are preparing for violent riots and there are Democrats like Maxine Waters who are encouraging, they want to see more stores looted, they want to see more police cars firebombed, they want to see the violence because they think it serves their political ends. And, and the dirty little secret is, as bad as Maxine Waters' comments were, they're not an outlier in the Democratic party. You have Democrats encouraging this violence. For example, the last time we had riots all across the country, Kamala Harris raised money for the bail to bail out the violent protesters mm-hmm. who were committing these acts of violence. And, and today's Democratic Party has decided that violence can benefit them politically. I think it's wrong. I think we should condemn violence from any political perspective, whether right wing, left wing, or no wings at all. Violence is never acceptable, and and, and we ought to be keeping people safe. Sadly, that's not where the Democrats are. He's right, by the way. That's not where the Democrats are. What we do know is Waters, 
and Biden's pre-verdict. In the Chauvin case, those comments are now coming under scrutiny and now probably going to help the defense in their appeal, saying, hey, this murder conviction was met with widespread approval among those seeking justice for George Floyd, but the trial's outcome may not be set in stone, thanks to remarks from influential political leaders, including the most powerful man in the world, the President Joe Biden himself, and Maxine Waters. So they, they may have just screwed this thing up, but they don't care, right? Because if they can have another trial with this, and they can ratchet things up again, they can raise money off this again? Man, game on. Stacey Abrams, by the way, she's going to be using this to try to get elected in governor's race. In fact, she came out yesterday saying, you know, this is why I ran for governor in 2018. It was stolen from me. Uh, you may see me again run again. It's going to happen. Right? You, you better get ready. Get ready. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this. Also, all hell broke loose in Portland as demonstrators attacked police officers there. Hey, they deserved it, right? They deserved it. You had, you had nine teens, by the way, shot in, at, at a 12-year-old's birthday party in Louisiana, and not one of the 60 people in attendance made a formal statement to police. What's wrong with that picture? Think the media is going to cover that? Nope. No, because we got to find the next activist moment, right, to raise money. you got to have activists erupt after police kill a black Ohio girl who's trying to kill other black Ohio girls. you got to put out misinformation to make sure everybody knows how woke you are. ACLU, again, their, their tweet in Ohio, the system that allowed George Floyd to be murdered remains fully intact. Moments after we celebrate a win for police accountability in Minneapolis, news broke that Columbus police murdered a 15-year-old girl. They didn't murder her. Doesn't matter. Fits the narrative, though. Hey, she had a weapon. Doesn't matter. We're going to say she's unarmed, but she's not unarmed. Doesn't matter. We got to put it out there. Say her name, Michaela Bryant. Say her name, Black Lives Matter. What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now? Pigs in a blanket. Fry them like bacon. That's Black Lives Matter. Death to America. Who chants that? Black Lives Matter. Starting to see a trend here. This is a trend that's not going to go away. I'll ask the same question I asked earlier. Is it, is, is it a fair trial if the jury is in fear for their lives that they come back with anything less than guilty on all charges? We now live in a world today where a police officer saved a young black girl's life by shooting the person who was attempting to kill her, and the community immediately turns on that cop and calls him a murderer. The ACLU immediately calls him a murderer. Ben Crump, the big famous attorney, says that they're murderers. They killed an unarmed black woman, girl. She wasn't unarmed. It doesn't matter. Because this is the narrative that we got to push, y'all. This is it. We got to push it. It's a must. It's good for business. The ACLU, Black Lives Matter, say police killed an unarmed black girl. Again, using logic. So trying to kill another black girl with a knife is the new definition of unarmed. That's where we are in America today. Another one put it this way. Cop shows up at the scene where a black girl is trying to stab another black girl. If he shoots the assailant, he's called a murderer. If he doesn't shoot, he's accused of not caring about the other girl or the black community. No matter what, the community turns on him. He cannot win, which goes back to what I said a moment ago about what the Attorney General of the United States of America said today. Hey, we're not done yet. We got we got this George Floyd thing taken care of, but now we're going to investigate the entire police for their policing tactics. In Minnesota, we're opening a federal. We're going to nail these cops to the wall. Cops are the bad guys, folks. That's what you need to understand. Black Lives Matter in New York. They surrounded white people last night, telling white people dining outside to get the blank out of New York. Yeah, New York Black Lives Matter protesters screamed at white people dining outside in New York City to get the blank out of New York. 
and that their white-owned businesses aren't welcome. The crowd chanted along after they were surrounded. Keith Ellison, the Attorney General of Minneapolis, or Minnesota, what did he say? I would not call today's verdict justice because we're not done yet. And when America has to brace for a trial verdict because elected members of the Democratic Party, including the President of the United States of America, are so actively encouraged violence and destruction, maybe it's time to stop giving that party that much power. When you have a party who the Speaker of the House thinks a man for dying, probably because it really helped with fundraising in 2020 and their election in 2020, you got to start scratching your head. You're thanking a man for being killed. But watch the media. They'll keep moving forward on this one. There's no shame in getting it wrong as long as people click on the articles and you race bait. Right? That's why NPR issues insane disclaimer that the facts aren't the facts. Hey, we're going to tell you a story. Probably not true, but read it anyway. Get fired up. Get angry. Benjamin Crump, the civil rights attorney that everybody calls now to get out there and and, and to do a press conference when someone dies, tells you that a black girl was killed unarmed even though she's trying to kill another black girl and don't worry media will tell you the name michael brown and brown taylor for a year but as soon as the family asks black lives matter where the money's going and says they're not doing a damn thing and that they're fraud they'll stop reporting on that story won't they yeah they will you better believe it it's open season on police folks it's good for business the democratic party candace owens and the way she said this and that no person can say this was a fair trial Saying that, and, and, and Ted Cruz saying that this is a Democratic Party that is gaining power through violence and anarchy. He's right. Portland rioters, by the way, went on a rampage last night despite a guilty ver- verdict for Derek Chevin. They, they were torching stuff and smashing windows last night, just so you know. They destroyed more areas of Portland last night, even though the verdict came down the way it did. Wonder why they did that. It's about power, folks. It's about pure power. All right, let me remind you, please make sure you share this podcast. Tell your family and friends about it. We've been shut out of Facebook, and therefore we can't promote our podcast on social media. So if you guys would please screenshot this. Tell your family and friends about our podcast. Help us grow and get the word out. We'll keep reporting the facts even when the media doesn't do their job. All right, I'll leave it at that. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.